Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this episode I'm joined by Aidan Murray, Chagas Beef Specialist, to discuss the new €35 million Euro Beef Environment Efficiency Programme, also known as the Beef Suckler Scheme. I first asked Aidan what were the main objectives of the new programme. The, the main objectives is that they're trying to increase the sort of economic and environmental, um, environmental efficiency within the suckler herd. And, you know, that's improved through correct, uh, collecting this uh, performance data. And the data that is collected from the scheme then can be used to go in uh, to the national data set for genetic evaluations, which will have even a longer term effect. Um, the scheme itself is sort of the tar- targeted measures within the scheme. You've got weaning efficiency of the suckler cows where you're looking at the mature weight of the cow versus the weight of the calf that you potentially weans and seeing how efficient uh, that animal is. They, they've introduced new welfare issues as well this year where, you know, to try and improve the welfare of the calf around weaning time. And they're also looking at cutting down on sort of uh, the use of dosing products through more targeted uh, faecal egg counting uh, and that um, uh, through for liver fluke and, and rumen fluke in suckler cows. So it's uh, it's to try and improve overall efficiency and welfare within, within the suckler herd. And what cows are eligible for this new programme? Well, they're they're targeting obviously uh, beef bred cows uh, or cows that have been sired by a beef bull. So you know your your Limousin, your Charlie, your cemental cow that's you know got a lot of beef breeding in the background. But it'll also uh, be suitable for uh, the likes of um, Angus Cross Frisian, Limousin Frisian, Hereford Frisian. So long as the, the the cow has been sired by a beef bull and is on the farm basically to rear uh, a calf uh, through suckling and not for any form of commercial milk production as such and the, the calf that she has ideally is from the terms of the scheme would be born between the 1st of July 2019 and uh, the 30th of June 2020 so if she's a suckler cow has a calf born in that period she's essentially eligible uh, to, to apply under, under the scheme. Okay and what are the number of requirements that farmers have to fulfill for the scheme? Well, most people that were in BEEP last year will remember that uh, basically the, the main task was that you weighed the cow and the unweaned calf, um, uh, uh, you know, ideally around 150 to 200 odd days, uh, and you recorded that weight. They've extended, and, and that's a vital component and the first action of this year's scheme. Um, but they've also added in a few extra uh, measures in, and the weighing is a compulsory measure so you agree to do that and you weigh your cows and calves but then you've got uh, action two which is two optional measures so if you're prepared to meal feed uh, pre-weaning uh, and post-weaning so for four weeks before you wean and for two weeks after um, that will qualify uh, as one task or if you prepare to vaccinate uh, weanlands against um, uh, pneumonia, so RSV, PA3, manhemia, uh, and ABR. So if you're vaccinating against those uh, and given cover pre-weaning, uh, you, you could select that option either. But one of the things that we've found actually is that people are sort of, you know, have asked the question, can we do both? You may be doing both already, but for the purposes of the, the scheme, you select one or either. Uh, you know. Select we uh, you'll either select the meal feeding or the vaccination. Uh, you won't be paid on both. Uh, and then there's a third option again, which is optional, and that's basically looking to target uh, faecal egg sampling, where you're collecting dung samples from suckler cows 
uh, and you're looking at is there an issue with liver fluke or rumen fluke and dosing on the basis of that. And that's that's basically uh, that's basically how it's how they're proposing to um, uh, the, the the measure. So you have the compulsory weighing measure, you have the optional either meal feeding, uh, pre and post weaning, you've got uh, or vaccination, and then the third measure uh, is the the faecal egg counts where you're sampling, looking to pick up rumen or, or or liver fluke, and there's varying rates of payment accordingly. And in relation to that option too, the meal feeding option, if a farmer chooses to do this option, what type of concentrate has the farmer to buy or how much have they to feed? Well, the main thing, I suppose, in relation to option two is that uh, it's one of the options that you have to verify as a farmer if the department come and look to see have you actually, uh, have you, have you actually carried it out. So when you apply, you select an option that you're going for one of the actions uh, in, in uh, action two. And basically uh, with the meal feeding, you can feed a compound ration. So basically all they're looking for you to do, Catherine, is feed a balanced uh, weanland uh, ration. It can be either a compound ration that you buy uh, straight from the merchant or the co-op, or it can be a mix, a straight mix that you might use yourself. And obviously if you decide to do it, you have to record weaning weights uh, or winning dates, you'll have to record um, when you started to meal feed to tie in with that when you uh, uh, and when you've stopped and you'll have to show proof of purchase uh, that you had concentrate or you had meal on the farm during that period. So you keep your dockets of any meals that you actually bought as well as recording your, your weaning dates and that. And it's important. So, you know, some people will buy the compound ration, others may have their own barley and they might mix another straight or something with it uh, and and you can opt for that as well and uh, that that would be a lot of fellas would actually be currently doing that so you're being paid for something that many people would probably do as good practice anyway okay so once they record the dockets that's the main thing and if they carry out the final fecal testing samples what do they need to do if they choose this option uh, well, in relation to that, uh, in relation to the faecal sampling, basically um, uh, you select the, you take your cows into a clean yard, um, you leave them there for an hour, an hour and a half, or two hours, and you you pick up fresh dung samples uh, fr- from those cows. Now, there will be a number of labs approved to do the faecal egg counts or to do the sampling, uh, and that'll be up on the department website uh, in a few weeks' time. They're not all uh, uh, sanctioned to, to, to work within that yet. So as a farmer, you would ring up the lab and say, I want a, se- a faecal egg uh, counts uh, kit for the scheme. They send it out to you. Within that pack, you'll get um, 10 little uh, bottles, which you know you'll be looking to take 10 samples from what was put into the yard uh, into the 10 containers you put it in a ziplock bag send it back uh, with your details to the lab and they will do it they will pull the sample and do it from there you're not requested to record tag numbers of cows or anything like that uh, and it's basically uh, they're sort of saying one sample um, obviously if you've got high numbers of cows if you're going to do it properly it would be of your own benefit to, to actually collect maybe more than more than that uh, and work sort of to best practice but essentially for the scheme the, the department want at least one sample or one one pack going in and then the lab is able to verify that uh, to the department that you've actually carried out that task and it's worth uh, 10 euros per cow 
So if you weighed 40 cows, for example, and then you got the sampling uh, uh, on those, it would be worth 400 euro um, uh, within, the, within the scheme. And how much does the test cost to carry out? Typically, it's somewhere in around 12 to 18 euro. They may vary, but we'll know in the next few weeks once all the labs come online and we know who's actually participating. But typically, that's what it has roughly been. So actually, for the bigger herds in particular, it's it's a, it's it's a, a very, very good task to carry out um, because it gives you an idea if, if there is fluke issue from the results coming back. But equally, from a financial point of view, you know, the spend is actually quite small to the return you could get. And based on the results, you can carry out the necessary dosing. Yes. Just to go back, with regard to the weighing option, what is the optimum time for farmers to weigh the cow and calf pair? The optimum time is ideally sort of between 150 and 250 days. But what ICBF are actually going to do with that is if you apply for the scheme, they will actually send you out a notification of a four, the four-week window that they would like you to capture the weights. Now, some people will do that others may have to work outside of that window but the important thing about it is that you weigh the cow and the unweaned calved on the same day um, uh, and uh, because it's important to emphasize that the cow and the calf is weighed on the, on the same day not all the cows have to be weighed at the one time so you may get a fella who might say i'll weigh 10 cows today and their calves and then in two weeks' time, he's another batch of cows on an out farm or something, and he decides to weigh them uh, in 10 days' time and weighs the cow and the unweaned calved on the same day. That's perfectly acceptable. Okay, there's no issue with that. In regard to the deadline for applying and how do farmers go about applying? Well, the deadline for applying is, is uh, the same deadline as uh, the basic payment, uh, the BPS, which is uh, midnight on the 15th of May. Uh, of this year. So uh, you can actually go in uh, to your Ag Food account um, and on the left hand column you'll see a tab for BEEP and you can actually make your selection there or um, you can actually if you give approval to your advisor or consultant basically your advisor or consultant would apply to the department to make an application on your behalf and in that case um, you will receive a text message and if you want them to do it, you'll reply D-A-F-M space Y. And that allows your advisor or consultant access to be able to um, lodge the application for you. And if a farmer owns their own scales, they can use that. But if a farmer doesn't own a scales, how do they weigh the animals? There's basically two options or three options there really um, available. Um, if you own your own scales, um, if you hadn't registered them last year, uh, you would have to go in uh, on the uh, ICBF site and, and register your scales and they'll give you a number that you'll need to put down with, with any recording of weights as such. So that's perfectly fine. Uh, if you don't own your own scales, you can either rent scales uh, which are available a, a number of the co-ops and livestock marts around the country, for example, had them uh, last year and you can go and rent one for a half a day or a day. You pay a charge, uh, you apply to rent it, you pay a charge and you leave it back washed and, and clean. They will actually give you the details of the number of the scale uh, and that that you'll also need to record to, uh, to, to be able to submit your weights. The other option is that you may have a brother or a neighbour or someone uh, that has a set of scales and if they're actually registered 
uh, you can actually borrow a scales from a third party. Now there is, if you go through the terms and conditions, there is a one A 1A form uh, that's there if you're if you're uh, sourcing these scales from a third party. And basically, what it asks you for is you need to fill this out when you get the scales. Is you need to put down the registration number of the scales, who owns them, the address of the owner. The owner must sign it. Um, and, uh, and and basically your details go on the form, you sign it and, and you p uh, put down a date as to when you borrowed the scales and a date when you returned them. And, you know, just while you're renting or borrowing, be conscious of the biosecurity and the things and make sure that you leave the scales back wa uh, washed and clean. OK, and for farmers that have carried out the weighing, how do they submit the weights to ICBF? Uh, there, there's basically, uh, you can sub submit them online uh, through, uh, if you go on uh, to your uh, ICBF Herd Plus account and, and go on, on under the beep, you can record uh, the weights on that. Uh, or you can actually um, print off uh, through your Herd Plus a weigh-in sheet of eligible animals and record it on paper and, and return that to ICBF. Or you could ring ICBF and ask them to send you out the sheet uh, for weighing, but it's important that you use the actual ICBF sheet, uh, sheet to record the weights. And if you collect the weights, if you weigh an animal today, you're meant to submit those weights within seven days. How much is the scheme worth for any farmer that decides to participate in the scheme? It's actually, it's it's uh, compared to last year, it's, it's very, very attractive from the point of view that they have upped the rates of payment. Uh, so if you take the first mandatory action, which is the weigh-in, you get 50 euro for the first 10 cow and calf pairs that you weigh. And then for every cow and calf pair after that uh, that are eligible, um, you'll get uh, 40 euros up to a maximum of 100 cow and calf pairs in total. Uh, so, you know, if you look at it, uh, uh, I mean, that's uh, for a 20 cow herd, that's the equivalent of um, uh, 900 euro uh, of payment just for weighing. If you're able to go in and select action two and you select either the meal feeding or the vaccination, uh, and what triggers this is the number of cows and calves you weigh. So if you weigh 20 cows and calves, you'll be eligible for payment on uh, 20 cows or 20 calves under the meal feeding or the vaccination. And that's working out at 30 euros uh, per calf uh, weighed up to a maximum of 100 calves and equally the same 30 euros if, you, if, if it was vaccination. So it's either meal feeding or vaccination. And as I mentioned earlier, if you go for the faecal egg testing, which is action three, it's £10 per cow. Now, what that actually translates to, Catherine, is that if you go for the weighing, meal feeding and the faecal sampling and I've got 20 cows, it's worth €1,700. Euro. Last year, that payment, all you could get out of beep was 800 euros. If you have, say, 45 cows and you go for uh, the weigh-in vaccination and the faecal sampling, it's worth 3,700. And if you have a 100 cow herd, you're talking that uh, going for the weigh-in, say, meal feeding or vaccination again and the faecal sampling, it's worth up to 8,100. Whereas last year, that 100 cow herd, the maximum they could have got was 4,000. So it's effectively over a doubling of the payment in a lot of cases. But just be careful. If you decide to select out of the action two, either the meal feeding or the vaccination, uh, make sure that you actually carry it out. Because that is one that the, far the department will come back and check with the farmer. And there's, you know, the penalties 
would be severe if you're found out not to be compliant on that one. So be very, very sure when you're ticking the boxes that if any of the actions out of uh, action are out of the box too, that you that you will carry them out. Significant payments there for some of the actions that's been carried out, which a lot of farmers will already be carrying out on their farm. For spring calving herds at the moment, it'll be fairly straightforward. But for autumn calving herds that calved in 2019, what are the key actions farmers need to perform now prior to weaning to comply with the scheme? Yeah, well, you take, for example, an autumn calving herd. They were accepting weights that have been put up on the system since the 1st of January. Uh, and all the weights, uh, uh, whether you're spring or autumn calving, must be up on the system uh, before the 1st of November. Bearing in mind that whatever day you take the weight, you're supposed to uh, upload it or, or submit it within seven days. Um, so for an autumn calving herd, um, the first thing is you can, uh, depend on the age, you can weigh the cow and the calf now and record the weight. And that ticks the box for the weighing option. Now, there is some people thinking about weaning. Uh, autumn born calves if that's the case and you you're, have already started meal feeding or you're planning to meal feed if you do it for the four weeks before and the two weeks after weaning well then uh, record the data make sure you have your meal dockets and have that in situ other people you know uh, will have started maybe vaccination but remember if you opt for the vaccination remember that you know you're doing it for RSV PA3 Menhamia and IBR some people have been in contact and said that they haven't vaccinated for IBR uh, and the advice there would be that if you, if you're within your time limits then uh, go back consult with your vet and vaccinate for IBR under the terms of the scheme for further information the terms and conditions are on the department of agriculture website and will be attached on the link in the details section of this podcast or you can contact your local chocolate advisor thank you very much Aidan for joining me on the show that's all for this episode. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates on our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.